And today we've got another great episode lined up for you guys. We have a a guest, our old man. Well, not my old man. He's just old. Um, <laughs> my guy, Rahil. How you doing, Rahil? What's up, man? I'm not your old man. Absolutely not. I know. You're not my old man. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you get what I was trying to say. This guy gets the senior citizen discounts everywhere he goes. Lucky, lucky dude, lucky dude. But um, we've got another great episode with uh, us three. And, you know, we're going to be talking about the NBA bubble. We'll be talking about the Washington uh, name change, the Redskins, previously the Redskins. And we've got more. So let's get right into it. We got the NBA bubble. So we saw, you know, everyone's, there's a lot of, chit chat going around that's the safest place to be in the usa right now uh they just tested almost every single player and zero came out uh positive for corona so what do you guys thoughts on the orlando bubble and if it's successful or not it's absolutely successful this is the safest place to be honestly because there's not many people coming in and out you know that was one of the big issues that people thought would arise from all this when You've got uh, a sanitized environment, a sterile environment almost, and people are coming in. It would mess up everything, right? But they've limited that interaction. And and again, if players are tested and they come out negative and everyone together is negative and everyone's been following the protocols, coronavirus just can't appear. You know, like that's one of the, the, the myths that are out there. Like it just appears out of nowhere. Now you have to have a carrier, but... If everyone is negative and everyone, this is important, you follow the protocols, you're not breaking quarantine, you're not going past the the line to pick up food and all that and whatever. So it, as long as everyone's following it, this will work. I agree 100%. You know, um, the one player, I, f- I forgot who it was, went to go pick up his food. I'm sorry, this is not the top of my head right now, but um, he had to get put into quarantine again which is kind of crazy. Every time I think about someone leaving the bubble, it's like, it's like if you guys watch The Office, it's Dwight, uh, his scissors getting stuck in his hazmat, hazmat suit <laughs> when they had lice. That's all I could think of, you know. And um, But so far, the bubble has been really su- successful, you know, not many people breaking the, um, breaking the line or getting past the line for where they can go to. Um, everyone's been safe. Ha- no one's done anything stupid so far, so... But it's cool. also it's not even a month in, right? Exactly. That's this is this is where it's going to get interesting is when teams start making it later into the playoffs, right? The Houston Rockets, the the Lakers, Clippers. When you are away from home for two months and then three months, that's when players are going to be like, okay, this is kind of whack, right? And and you all, everyone just gets complacent. Right, as humans, we get complacent. Look what happened here in Texas. We thought we got over coronavirus and beat it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, now we're good." And then we just returned back to action. And guess what happened? We yeah, got worse. you, right? Because again, Corona's not going away. It's not just going to disappear and say, "All right, guys, we're done here." No, we're going to have to figure this out. And likewise, in the bubble, you can't just break the quarantine. You just can't invite people in because you miss somebody or you need something and. You know what I mean? When you need something, so you know you, they have to they have to be on their best behavior and honor this protocol, and this will all work out. Hundred percent. I mean, another thing, um, 
you know, from what I've been seeing, I know, I know this is another thing that we're going to be talking about. Uh, you know, we got to see that inside look, right, with all these NBA mm-hmm. players, JaVale McGee and Matthias Teibel. Uh, we saw that they were, you know, pretty much locked down for as soon as they arrived in Orlando. They were inside their hotels, in their rooms for, what, 14 days? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, they came out and then we actually got to see the whole aspect of, you know, how their life is going to be. So, I mean, it was pretty interesting to see the different things that they were doing and, and you know, this is something like they were having a good time now, but just like you said, right later on, they're going to start to start to feel that, that little thing that are going to be like, Oh, you know, this is kind of getting boring. It's kind of getting repetitive. Um, so I'm just kind of really wondering how all of this is about to play out. I mean, it, it has been kind of entertaining, <laughs> entertaining to see, <laughs> that's not bad. Entertaining to see people like Javal McGee and Thibault, you know, vlogging their experience in the bubble, you know, uh, I've seen uh, Thibault having issues getting his utensils when he gets his food. But he has to go all the way. Uh, has to call somebody for to drop them off outside his hotel room. I mean, it's been kind of, you know, uh, Javel said it's kind of like college where they they're in a dorm mm-hmm. and just um, seems like a cruise. Like, yeah, like, you know, like that's what it seems like. You're just you're stuck in one place. There's a lot of things to do, but after you do those things once or twice, it gets kind of boring. Right, like there's only so many times you can go to the gym, go eat, go play a game on the uh, on the deck, and then watch a movie, and then repeat that over and over again. Right, there's only so much. So at right now it's fresh, and then you'll start seeing some of the issues like you brought up on so that, hey, you know, it's kind of taking longer, or this is not working out, uh, and then you add the stress of the games. That's going to be interesting as well. Like they're dealing with major basketball games as well. Right now, it's all funny games. It's funny games, games, right? Like we're just having fun. It's cute and like, oh, look at this. But then, if you are a seventh or eighth man on a team and you're not playing well, you've got the pressure of that, the you know stress for first world problem stress of being in a really nice place but locked down in it. And then trying to deal with issues at home. We've seen a few players. Austin Rivers has to leave to go deal with urgent matters. Zion Williamson. Um, we've seen this happen too. So you've got that angle. Like what happens if something arises in an important playoff game? Right? The player leaves but then has to be in quarantine, quarantine. for a few days and they come back. Right? So this is all going to be interesting to figure out as we go along and get into more intense games. For sure, uh, I get that completely. You know, uh, that's the that's the fear though. If someone has like a God forbid, someone has like a family emergency, and they gotta leave, they gotta when they come back, they start to come go into quarantine, and that could be really tough for a team like the Lakers. If if someone on the Lakers has to leave, you know, they already they're already down. Uh, I think two players left before the start of the bu- before the bubble started, and I mean they were replacing with J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters, but um, it'll be tough for teams to lose any player right, at this moment right now. And but that with that being said, though, the NBA is finally back. We saw the first few scrimmages the past few days. Um, I, re- I I really enjoyed the Mavericks and Lakers scrimmage yesterday. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts on that so far? You know, is, do you think it's like the preseason or it's just something totally different? It's preseason. Yeah, watching the intensity yesterday. It felt like a preseason game where you know some of the closeouts they weren't as sharp, the communication on defense wasn't as sharp, um, and we'll get our chance to see the Rockets tonight against the Raptors, and 
see how they look. You know, they've been preaching communication so much, which thank God it took so long. Like finally, are we going to communicate? Thank 100%. you guys. Thank you, James. Can you communicate, please? Can you speak up a little bit? Right? Like your teammates are calling you out now. So um, we'll, we'll see some of that with the Rockets. But my biggest takeaway from the Lakers game last night was now with J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters, the Lakers are going to lead the restart in throwing up gang signs for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like after every shot, Deion Waiters is throwing up a gang sign. J.R. Smith is throwing up a sign. They are going to lead the league. I can't. I can't think of anybody else that throws up more unnecessary signs. No, but <laughs> that was a uh, really that was really fun to watch. I did notice that actually. I did notice a lot of uh, celeb- uh, unwanted celebrations. You know, I, I feel like got a, a lot uh, repetitive. Just seeing J.R. Smith doing this or some other yeah. sign. I don't know what he was doing. But um, for the game, you know, we did see a lot of. Well, when we saw the Mavericks, we saw Seth Curry light it up hit like six threes and you know i feel like one of the things about the bubble is like you need players that are that are good at pickup basketball pretty much Mm -hmm. so uh, players that don't really need the fans around to kind of energize them and i feel like you need you need those like you said communication is important you need those vocal leaders and i feel like the teams with players like pj tucker and robert Covington and, and other loud like loud vocal players like I know Rondo's hurt, but when Rondo's playing, he's very vocal. I mean, I think that's a big plus for teams if you have a player like that. Yeah, the communication shouldn't be an issue this time around, right? There, like you said, there's no fans. There's no distractions, right? So there's no reason why you wouldn't hear somebody yell out a switch or yell out another call on defense. So, um, heck, even now, you know, like, you know, Russell will, when he drives in and gets the end one, he's loud. But on defense, he's not as loud either, you know. So like now, we'll we'll get a chance to see him, James, uh, do that, and uh, it'll be fun to watch him and see how this defense looks um, as they revamp this, and then the communication, how they impact, how they uh, how they put it in the play. Actually, you know, like all this talk. Um, speaking of communication, my lawn guy just came, so you're gonna hear some uh, lawn mowing <laughs> pretty soon. I'm right by my window, so if it sounds bad, let me know. But here he comes. You wanna see him? Let's go, show it up. I got you guys. I don't know if you can see him. There he is. Oh, there he is. He's got the rider today. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. But um, I wanted to get y'all's take on, on Bull Bull. You know, I was watching the Denver Nuggets scrimmage go on. Oh, man. This man was a freak. You know, he was, what, I think, what, 44th pick? I'm not sure. I don't. I, I don't know the, yeah. the draft pick that he went, but he was very impressive in the scrimmage. You know, he had a uh, double double, 16 points, 10 rebounds, and he had six blocks. So, um, what are y'all thoughts on that? How do y'all think he's gonna be doing within the next couple couple games? I mean, d- watching it was impressive. I mean, it kind of reminded me of, of me back in the day when I used to in my heyday. You know, I used to be blocking people, not even close. shooting threes, dunking like. But then, I, uh, you know, I kind of stopped playing basketball and, you know, kind of lost that. But, you know, Bobo, you know, he he was – he's like a – he was literally Kevin Durant out there in that scrimmage. He, he blocking everybody, pulling up for threes, rebounding, jumping from like near the three, uh, near the free throw line to dunk the ball. I mean, I felt like his – like he was stretching his arms so high. I was like it, – it was it was insane. I mean, I, I never seen a player like that. Hold on one second. Hold on, let him leave. He's like literally <laughs> right next to me, so it sounds bad. Yeah, with him, it's going to be all about reps, 
you know like right now again this is the intensity of these games they're like a scrimmage so let's see what he does when he actually has to play against defenses that are you know locked in games matter a little bit more um and it's not just all right let's just go out there and kind of get our feet under us because that's what's happening right now so i'm going to take it with uh with a little caution here but not saying that he can't turn into something really special in the future because he has all the characteristics it was the injury in college that you know never let him shine so he'll be fine but i don't think it's i i I truly don't think he's going to be an impact player in this restart once the games get going because we see it in preseason and uh preseason games all the time guys that shine and then never do anything 100 percent yeah right so it, it that's treat it like that uh in the upcoming few scrimmages i mean we see the nuggets you know they've, they've drafted a lot of risky players or like the two main ones they had um uh michael porter jr mm-hmm. and they had um bobo so you know it's like these players have worked out for them so far or they have a lot of potential so i mean it'll be It'd be nice to see them, you know, kind of uh, be like the main focal points of the offense soon. If if they, that's if they, you know, do the reps and start yeah. working more. You know, uh, thing about Bobo is that they said he needed to get a little stronger. And watching that scrimmage, it looked like he he has been working. It, especially his footwork was looking really nice too. So yeah, footwork was looking nice. That's yeah. been the scouting report on you. You need to get stronger, and yet you haven't done this. You've had how many months to rebuild? <sighs> too many. Up? Right? Way too many. Three months. Four Way months. Way too many. Look, man. Look. Yeah, what? Have you done a single push-up while you've been sheltering in place? Haven't done a single push-up? I do 100 every single day. All right, that's cap. But um, Can you do one right now? Can you do a push-up? You want me to do a push-up right now? Right now. We got to see it. You can. The I would do a push-up, but like, look, I don't want to do a push-up right now because, you know, right now I'm just in, in the – No, yeah, I can't. I'm in the middle of a, a broadcast right now. No, you know, we'll, I don't just... we'll take it from here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pan the door. camera down. I want to see you do oh, a push-up. Can't. The floor's dirty. I might do it later, man. Later. I, I'll clean the floor now, dude. I'll send you all a video of me doing the so push-up. So you've been at home with all this time and you don't even clean your room? Wow. What? No, nah, man. I, I cleaned it wow. last week. Look, here's the thing about me. You know, I just – in this quarantine, look, uh, one of my, actually, you know, I've been in quarantine for like the last 13 days, you know, my room, because uh, one of my friends got corona and I was with them, you know, a while ago, but, you know, I've been in quarantine, but, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't even see the days pass by. I, I just, like, I remember yesterday, I was just chilling in my room, I wake up, and it's already four o'clock, and I have no idea what's going on. It's like, I don't know, it's insane, but, you know, I want to get back to hooping in the gym, you know. Beating y'all two on one. I mean, it's been kind of boring just sitting here, but at least the NBA is back. That's that's all. That's, that's all. Yeah. yeah. The all last time, the last time we all played was the last time that we could officially hoop, right? Because after that, it's been shut down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I mean, not to brag or anything, but I think uh, my team ended up on a five-game winning streak. I was on that team, but yeah. Yeah, you were there. You were on the team. You got carried. That's nope, what, didn't get carried. But I went on a five game streak. Like I said, I'm like the I'm like the Ray Allen Kyrie Irving of the team. I shoot threes. I I sauce people up. They call me they call me Uncle Umso. They don't call me Uncle Drew though. I don't know why, but they call me Uncle Umso because of how shifty I am. But yeah, you know, I did carry Rahe on my back for a while, but it was cool. And uh, Ursan did get clamped up in me too. So 
just wanted to See, put that out there. I'm just waiting for, for, you know, this corona stuff to kind of pass over so then I can show also what's really about to go down when we get back. You know, um, if the gyms were open, this uh, the last three months have been so different. Just wanted to put that up there. What do you say? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I heard you. I heard you did 500 push-ups, but didn't oh, have the cameras God. on. That's exactly what it was, dude. Exactly. Man, you can't even count to 500. You're like in the sixth grade. You haven't even Man, what? Yeah, just... All right, if, since we're talking about basketball already, you know, <laughs> I have a little treat. I mean, it's oh, no. it's on YouTube already, but I just want you know the people to see this. Let's you see know, this. I'm excited. I want you guys to see this video and tell me if Rahu can be me one-on-one or not. I just want to show you. Oh, no. Let's, All see right, let's see this. What did you guys do? Rahu, I'm sure you're familiar with this, what you're about to see here. Oh, no. It's the footage from the media <laughs> tournament. So this was uh, the Rockets used to do a media basketball tournament, and then they stopped after we won four in a row <laughs> and they like it, it all of a sudden just stopped and we never played again oh, oh look at that that's what? you um so just bounce wait wait you. there's one more also i mean rahel wait right here i want to i want y'all to watch this play watch 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 rahel right here look at this there we go there we go that's a foul easy foul <laughs> buckets <laughs> Young Rahul in the flesh. Young this was what, 2010. So I, I was. Uh, how old was I? Dude, I lost track. I don't even know how old I am now. I think I was. Uh, let's see. How long that was, was 2010, not, fellas? That was not 2010. That was like three years. years ago. So I was 25 years old, and I was in pretty good shape then. But I was working, so I wasn't even in like prime shape. If you. Umzo, if you saw me senior year of college, oh man, bro, I we could have gotten to twenty one. I would have spotted you twenty and a half, and you would not twenty and a half. You would not you you wouldn't have touched the ball. Look, look, old man. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I like. I want to challenge you to a race because I feel like I'm faster. You know, I feel no. like <laughs> I feel like I got ninety nine speed out here. No one's catching up to me. I'm gone. I'm like the Flash compared to you. I'm gone. Yeah, the race will be over in a flash for you because I would smoke you so bad. No, no, no. All right, and, but dude, like, yeah, I'm shifty. Like, I'm I'm driving right by you every single time. I'm shooting it. I'm hitting with a crossover, just doing some spin moves. I might do some park moves. You know, I might just I don't know, man. I like honestly, I feel like uh, all right. Let's just let's just put it this way. All right. If if Rahul's Dwayne Wade, I'm LeBron James, you know? Wow. <clears throat> what kind of comparison is this? Okay, here's who you are, okay? You're Chris Clemens, all right? You I saw like Chris, that comparison. Yeah. You saw like what he was that. doing yesterday, trying to make a layup, and he couldn't hit one layup. <laughs> That's who you are. Talking about layups. You saw Alonzo Ball's layup? Oh, yeah. That, 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 was that was rust. bad. He had a wide open layup, hit the backboard, and just ran back on defense. Rahul, was... you know, Rahul, you know who you know who Umso reminds me of right now with all this talking that he's doing. Umso, Umso reminds me of Lavar Ball. Yeah, perfect example, of Lavar Ball. You know, he he'd be like, oh, I played MJ, and then we saw him on the court, complete trash. Yeah, look. I remember back in high school when I was on varsity. I mean, y'all probably don't know that, but Wait, like, you're not. I thought you're still in high school. Nah, 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 nah. nah. 
I was on varsity back in the day. You know, I, I'm a freshman. I'm I'm a freshman in college, if you guys didn't know that, but um, or I'm going to be a freshman. But yeah, my last year of varsity, you know, I y'all didn't see it because the cameras weren't on, but I was dropping fifty a game. Was number one ranked for ESPN. And yeah, what school uh, did you go to? I'm so. Huh? What school did you go to that you played varsity at? William B. Travis High School, guys. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> I was teammates. I was teammates with Zul Sakiani. You know, that's my guy. You should just say you're Zul. You should just tell people, yeah, I was on, yeah. I was on Travis. No, um, I'm actually – I went to Travis for one year, and then I, I went somewhere else, and I changed my name to Zion Williamson. And that was a few years ago. You're and... the size of Zion Williamson's foot. <laughs> like Zion. Real, if Zion if Zion's size 17 Nikes I think that's what he wears you could live in that I could live in this I shoe. don't doubt it don't doubt it <laughs> anyways since we're already on this basketball talk I just want to you know well we're talking about like pickup basketball so you know that's what kind of the scrimmages are like right now you know you see like mm-hmm. an AAU type uh, like you know a few of AAU and it's kind of like it's kind of like fun to watch to see. It's kind of like an experiment on what it's what is going to. It's like a little taste of what it's going to be like during the regular season. But you know, one thing I did see that stood out to me were the bench celebrations. I think we're going to see a revive of the yeah. bench celebrations, and that's what I'm very excited to see. We saw the Brooklyn Nets do a lot of that uh, a few like two years ago. We saw a lot of that, and I'm I'm just I'm ready to enjoy those. Why did the NBA waste money sending the Brooklyn Nets? To the restart, <laughs> like, it's no gonna be point. such a waste of time. No point, yeah. I'm gonna bet against them every single game. Um, but they can be scary to watch next year, though. Yeah, and next year when when they're healthy, Kyrie and KD, KD, you get all like you get those two back. You can put anyone around them. Uh, and I think Joe Harris has one more year, I believe, because I don't think he re-upped for a long-term deal yet. And they're uh, they're in the yeah. talks to get uh, Zach Levine from the Bulls if he becomes available. Really? What's his contract like? I thought he just signed. No, uh, the uh, on Twitter, I, I don't know. There was a report that said that Zach Levine could be available uh, in trades this coming off season, and the Nets and the Knicks are interested. And talking about the Knicks, you know, they are, um, they are, they've been having some terrible luck. You know, uh, we've seen Stephen A's breakdowns on live television over the over the years, but. It's crazy that the that the Knicks have been that bad of a franchise for a long time. Let me ask you two about the Knicks, okay? Because you guys are uh, younger than me. Mm-hmm. Who's the last great Nick for you guys? The last great Nick. Um, honestly, by great, what do you, what do you mean by great? Like, like somebody noteworthy, right? Like for me, the last one, uh, like when I grew up, it was Patrick Ewing, Oakley. Uh, and then when Carmelo got traded there, he was good there. You know, he got him to the playoffs. Um, but it, it's been lackluster ever since, right? There's, There was one resurgence. I don't want to say his name yet. I want to see if you guys even remember that. Is there uh, any, a resurgence after Melo? Yeah. Like I mean, Porzingis? Porzingis was there, yeah. I was thinking Jeremy Lin. Oh, oh, Lin Sanity. I actually, okay. Yeah. The yeah. thing about Lin Sanity, I had, I was the biggest Jeremy Lin fan in middle school. Like in middle school, I was literally the biggest Jeremy Lin fan. I, I wore his Lin Sanity shirt every single day to school. And I just, I love Jeremy Lin. He had like this great 25 game stretch where he was just dropping like 25 points a game. He went to with Kobe. Yeah. Oh, that video of him, that video of him calling off to Kobe to tell him to go away so he hit the last shot. That's iconic. But yeah. 
Yeah, I do remember Jeremy Lin. But the last great Nick, like, that I thought was really, like, deserves that great title was probably Carmelo Anthony just because yeah. um, he was the only one that really wanted to be there in, in like, the last decade. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy Noah. that. Jokim Noah probably is another great Nick. Oh. Jokim <laughs> Noah. <laughs> He's what I mean, right now. He's playing for Clippers, right? Clippers, yeah. I saw him. I saw him in the scrimmage. Saw him do a little bit pick and roll action. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, like to you guys, you guys don't understand. Like the Knicks, when growing up, like that was that was the game to watch, right? Like you want you want to go to Madison Square Garden. Do you guys even want to go to MSG to watch a game ever? I'm not. I mean, I personally no, right? Like, because it, it's crappy basketball there right yeah. now. It's it's Madison Square Garden though. Like, I I mean, like, here's the thing with the Knicks. Like, they still have the the big market. You know, it's the market is there. It's just that the the franchise hasn't been run the way a great franchise like the Knicks should be run. And the what really kind of just took away the market in terms for the NBA, like we really took away like the, the hype about the Knicks was when KD and Kyrie decided to go to the Nets mm-hmm. instead of the New York Knicks. They're literally 20 minutes apart. And they said, no, I don't want to go to the Knicks. Let me go play for the Nets. There's stability there. There's a there's a future there. I'm going to the Nets. I'm not going to the same Knicks team that traded away Christoph Sorzingis mm-hmm. that – uh, hasn't been able to make the playoffs in God knows how long. It's been it's been a long time, and the owners kicking people like Spike Lee out the stadium. Yeah. So they don't want to be there. They're trying to be in Brooklyn. It's yeah. So, Brooklyn's the place to be now, right? Like they they've resurrected it. The jerseys are awesome. They're honoring. Oh, I love the jerseys. That, uh, Brooklyn stands for right with uh, Big uh, with the Knicks like. I've been to a game there when they were they were decent. They weren't great, but they were decent, right? And like just the lead up to the game is so special because uh, it, it, like I was staying with my best friend, right? So we were uh, we were probably twenty blocks away. So you got to take the subway in, and like the whole ride in because that subway goes right to MSG. Everyone's in their Knicks gear. They're all talking about the game. It, it's really cool that when you get to the game. Madison Square Garden is unique because it's so spread out, yet you're so close to the action. Like it's it's it doesn't make sense when I say it, but when you're in there, it just it's one of the coolest atmospheres to watch a game. And the actual visual element is so awesome. Um, and this team was okay. This was when Melo was there. They were, and this was, I don't think they had made the. Uh, they were in the run to make the playoffs, right? So it was an okay team, and it felt like. A huge game and it was just a random I don't even remember who they played right uh, but it's so cool when they are good and it's awesome but that big market atmosphere that you brought up it doesn't it, it doesn't apply anymore everyone's it a doesn't. big market right like, it doesn't feel like smaller that. now Giannis is a superstar in Milwaukee like that makes no sense right in Milwaukee where you guys uh, if I gave you a map right now could you honestly point Milwaukee <laughs> on the map no, I, I honestly, no, right? I, like, it's, <laughs> right? it's the I, middle of nowhere. It's, it, I've I been there. It's Milwaukee. like Milwaukee is, you just go through it to get to Green Bay because <laughs> you're going to go watch a football game. Exactly. So the fact that Giannis has a signature line, he's on commercials, he won the most valuable player, is more than likely going to win it now uh, with before the restart. So 
it the big market element doesn't matter anymore. You don't have to be in New York to be famous. You don't have to be in exactly. New York to get huge deals, right? So it, it's it, that's why that's another thing that has hurt the Knicks. That big market thing, it doesn't work. Who cares? But the same thing at the same time, you know, I mean, New York. When you're in New York, it boosts your like. You could like for example, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin's in, in he was in Toronto the, the previous year when they won a championship, and I feel like if he was in New York, he would be much more hyped up and more marketed than ever. But I mean, he was in Toronto, and you know we didn't hear about him that much. But he didn't do it. He was a, he was a bench player. If he wasn't even a bench player, he was just a guy there. Like he didn't even play. If Jeremy Lin had Lin sanity in Milwaukee, we would have all heard about it. Hundred percent, right? Oh yeah, that's facts. Right, that's like facts. that's that's yeah. what I'm saying is, um, is it and like think about what Jeremy Lin did during New York, right? What big contracts did he get? Like he got an NBA contract afterwards. What marketing deals did he get? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Like he got a nice deal in China even after he finished playing. So you can you can make your own brand anywhere in the NBA because it's it's the best league socially. On online, so you're, if you're good, people are gonna find out about you, and people are gonna uh, want to do commercials with you. So New York doesn't even have that element anymore. Look at all the small market teams. If you're good, you're gonna get noticed. Talking about you know uh, marketability and and stuff like that, you know we see a lot of um, high school players and uh, people that are heading into college. They're starting to go to the NBA G League. And overseas instead of going to colleges, does that have to do with the the market and uh, NCAA not being able, to, uh, or is it just mainly the NCAA not paying their players? That's it. It's the NCAA taking away the ability and cracking down on players and people around them getting money kind of under the table. It happens, guys. Uh, you look. <laughs> There's so many documentaries. There's so many things you can read about how corrupt the NCAA and the recruiting side of things are in basketball. Uh, I haven't even got to football. This is just basketball. Mm -hmm. So now that they're cracking down on this and not giving the ability to the players to make money, and the G League is saying, hey, you guys want money? Do you want $150,000 and potentially more? Come on. Just come here, and we'll develop you. You're going to be playing against grown-ass men. You're not going to be playing against guys that aren't going to go play in the NBA more than likely. So what would you rather do? Do you want to go ahead and go to the G League and figure things out and play against better talent? Or do you want to go to college and experience college for one year and play against subpar talent? Because either way, those top 10 guys, their draft stock's not going to get impacted. Who this impacts is guys that are in that 10 to 25 range, right? Think of a uh, Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes worked his way up from a guy that was nice to being a first-round pick for Texas. So it's guys like that that if you want to go and play in college, cool. But if you're a top-10 talent and you want money right now legally and get you know and get better runs, honestly, then go play G League. And, and that's a good thing because it makes the NCAA counter, right? If the NCAA doesn't counter with allowing at least a likability – of players to be advertised and marketed, then the players can give the big fu in basketball. There's no option in football, unfortunately. But in basketball, they go, "Oh, cool! I just got to sit out one year, anyways." And until the NBA, the NBA Players Union changes this, the one and done is always going to be there. It's not an NCAA rule; it's an NBA rule. 
right? So that was supposed to come up for discussion, but I heard that got nixed really quickly. Um, the only way that changes is, hear me out, when Bronny is up to be either drafted or play one year in the G League or NCAA, and LeBron has one more year left, I bet that I bet that rule is gonna get repealed. Get repealed, hundred percent. Yeah, because so that's LeBron and Bronny profit. can play together. Yep, and that's only three years away. With that being said, the G League teams, I am available. I'm just telling you right now, I have been working. I got my shot down, and if y'all need one shooter, a three and D guy, and and a and a shifty dude like me. I am available. I only asked for like a $500,000 contract for one year. I I'll take, break, I'll take I two years. I to break it to you, man. I don't think uh, 3 and D guys in the uh, G League are getting that kind of money. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, okay. If, you're, if talking you wanna... about, you're talking about like being able to distribute three water bottles, right? No, no, yeah. no. I'm so the man. I'm so yeah. the man. Three, yeah, three distribution. You can distribute three water bottles and towels. I don't think you're getting that. I think you're going to get a base pay of 15 bucks. Man, I'm like, y'all just hating now. Like, I'm literally, okay, how do I put this in a way that you guys will understand? I'm like, in this call, I'm like Michael Jordan right here. I'm the greatest player to have ever played basketball in this call. Rahul's more of like a, he's like a, He's like a Kyrie Irving, you know. He he was Kyrie, he was good. Wow. He, he he was good. Thank he, you so much no, no, listen. He, he was good. He was good in his. He was good in his time. He was great, but he wasn't no LeBron or Michael Jordan. He wasn't me. And Urson, he's like uh, Andre Roberson, you know. He's Andre just a guy that we might, we might we might forget about later. Andre you know, Andre Roberson cannot shoot threes for his life. I but Andre Roberson, okay. dude. People, people do not give him credit for his de- – people don't give him credit for how valuable he is to his team. That's his defense only, is – That's the only about? thing. That's the only thing no, he gets credit for is his defense. No, no, they don't, they don't give him credit for how important he is to the, to the Thunder. You know, like when the, when the Thunder – before he got hurt, the Thunder were actually rolling. People don't realize they were actually doing pretty good with him on the team because his defense was that valuable. I mean, he 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 every night he took on the best player on the opposing team, and he – Give them a, a tough time. Like, it doesn't matter who it was. If, if it was Harden, he'd also give them a tough time. And people didn't give him the, his credit. Like, but what's another player you guys think that, you know, doesn't get his credit for what he does on the court? Hmm. Let me think, because uh, I want to try to keep it local, but I think P.J. Tucker gets enough credit. I think Covington's going to get his credit here pretty soon. Daniel House. Daniel House is a nice spark. I think he gets just he gets the amount of credit he deserves. Uh, let me think, Ur- Ursulan, do you have one off the top of your head? Probably not, not recently, but you know, mm-hmm. back then I used to love watching Aaron Brooks. Hey, yeah. People know Aaron Brooks is one of my favorite players. Um, so he, I mean, he was he was a shooter, right? Like he he had his moments where he would light up and go up and down the court, but. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he got credited enough, but I, I really think he's an underrated player, and I think he's 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 a really good player. I think there's uh, you know Avery Bradley to me is oh, underrated, yes. right, for the Lakers, and they're gonna miss him uh, because they they need a perimeter defender that can. You're not gonna stop any of the great offensive weapons, but you just want to make it hard on them, right? And Avery Bradley did that. He would make it hard on you. Like for example, in that scrimmage yesterday, you need a guy like Avery Bradley running around trying to chase down Seth Curry. Trying to make it hard on him, right? It's like Especially Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Patrick Beverly. That's why I see, just thought. 
yeah, like Patrick Beverly is overrated now. Overrated now. Right? He used to be underrated, yeah. uh, but he's overrated. Joe Harris used to be underrated, but now he's you can make a a, a case and I will that he's overrated. Overrated, right? yeah. Um, so there's a lot of guys out there on the Rockets though. Um, man, who would be? I, I guess I guess Covington would be one uh, be, because we we saw how the team looked different, but they didn't have a time to really mesh together. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get to see that now. And I think he's going to be the the key cog in all of this because if he can hit his shot and he's been working on his shot, he's been rebuilding his body. Um, if we if he can if he can play the style that they want him to and be effective, that's a huge mismatch for the other team because now your starting five is playing way out there and driving by you as well. So uh, he could be that guy for them. On the on the overrated side, uh, I know I'm, I guess I'm hate for this, but I think Paul George is starting to become an overrated player in this what? league. This season he's playing this, awesome. This, this season, like, this season has been, been good. It's been years since. Okay, look, we saw him on the Thunder. Yeah. You know, everyone was so hyped about the Russell Westbrook Paul George combination. I know he had a shoulder injury. I understand that, but yeah. he. Sh- if you have a shoulder injury and you're playing through it, you got to be more passive. And he was still shooting like 20 shots a game. Yeah. And he's shooting 30, 38 percent somewhere around that mark. And I feel like, you know, people still think he's he he plays at the superstar level, and I think he he's still really good. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think he's at the at what at a player like what Jimmy Butler's at right now. I don't yeah. think he's, you know, he's near he, that. His issue has always been playoffs, uh, Paul George. Like it, what he did against uh, you know uh, with the Thunder that he just disappeared. Right, and sure the shoulder injury was a big part of it. His thing has always been the playoffs to me. If he can do it in the playoffs, then he'll be in that second tier. And I think he's on the back end of the second tier right now, anyways. But yeah, he's not a Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler again, his numbers aren't that great. Like you go look at his playoff runs last year, his numbers weren't that great, but he was the dog, right? He was the guy that gave that team an attitude, the Sixers an attitude. Um and this year Miami's playing so much better and they're playing different, right? Because they have this yeah. dog. They've got this dog now who might not put up statistics, but man, a dog can change your team. Changes your whole mentality, especially with younger players like the Heat have. I mean, just look at all the younger guys now starting to blossom this early. Uh, whoever they face in the Eastern Conference, that's going to be a physical a series. That's a tough matchup, man. Because Jimmy Butler, he he is that guy. Like, if they face off against the Bucks, they're the Bucks are going to win. But man, I wouldn't be shocked if they come out banged up from that because that team has started to reflect Jimmy Butler. I agree and, with that one hundred percent. You saying, Sean? Yeah, no, no. Speaking of the Heat, you know, you know who surprised me a lot when I was watching their scrimmage, Duncan Robinson. He came out shooting lights out, and you know, I was, I was really shocked because they have a really good team. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw that one clip of them. You know, the, the, that ball movement they had. I don't know. They passed it to Joe. Who was it? Joe Crawford. I don't know. Not Joe Crawford. What's that guy's name? Um, on the Heat. I'm blank. Who? I'm blanking. Um. He used to play. He used to play on on Utah. Uh, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, not Crawford. Crowder, yes, him. Um, but yeah, they got some. They got some really good key pieces. And, and like you mm-hmm. said, if they end up playing the Bucks somehow, some way, um, yeah, the Bucks are gonna win. But they are definitely gonna be coming out banged up. Yeah. yeah we just gotta hope that um, you know, you know, shooting. 
feel like there's a lot of players on the Heat that could be streaky shooters right now. You know, they're still, you know, they're, they're a young team if you think about it. They have a lot of young players on that oh, yeah. team. So, I mean, being consistent in, in a playoff atmosphere, you know, might be difficult. But, I mean, obviously it's in Orlando. No one has a home court. So, I guess that helped them a lot. But disappearing in the playoffs uh, really that young is, is pretty common. And we've seen it We've seen it with a lot of players that are young that aren't just, just not there yet, and they disappear in the playoffs. And uh, I just hope that, you know, not that doesn't happen. But speaking of disappearing, where is John Wall? I haven't seen oh, that man where? since <laughs> – Two years ago, and then he had, there was a report like he fell in his tub or something and broke his leg. And I have not seen that man since. Where is he? He's the most electric player when healthy. Hundred percent, uh, I agree. Gosh, man, he is he, so he was good. a top two point guard in the league for a while. Yeah. I feel like he was getting into that. I mean, his shooting was getting better. He was uh, doing three sixty layups. That was, that was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And he was averaging like a good nine assists per game. And he was he was really doing. He was awesome. up there with one of the best passes in the league, but. I don't know where he's been. Like he's he's gone. They got to make a Where's Wall uh, book or something to find him in yeah. pictures or something. I do not know where he's at. Where uh, is he? He was he was practicing right before the pandemic started. Had uh, there was some footage that leaked online from their practice, uh, from their practice, and uh, I don't know who was guarding him, but he crossed him over, went right down the middle, and just threw down a left hand jam mm. on the guys. Like he he looked explosive, and then yeah, now he's out. Uh, again, and again, when he is like, to me, one of my favorite things of the last four years was the beginning of the NBA season because I get to watch a healthy John Wall. Yeah. Like I had this whole thing about healthy John Wall is so much fun to watch, right? He remind you know, like he's like Russell Westbrook is fantastic to watch. He's always giving it uh, his all. Derrick Rose in his prime. It's like he's in that conversation of how explosive of a point guard he is, but man – it's just the the health issues and the health issues that he's been going through, they they compound right. They're not gonna. It's not a one off thing. It's all gonna add up, and we might not see John Wall again. And for the Wizards, that's gonna be horrible because he's on the contracts for I think four more years of max max money. Like he got the max wow. money a uh, couple of off seasons. Like go look up his deal, Umzo, real quickly, and just look at just re- give me the numbers. It's freaking nuts how much money he's about to make yeah and i mean i just hope he comes back fully healthy so for for this 2019 20 season he his salary was 38 million <laughs> next season is 41 million this season after that's 44 million and in his last year which is uh 2023 is 44 47 million and then that's when he's 32 and then when he's 33 he's gonna be an unrestricted free agent and look i'm i'm happy for him he's getting his money like at the end of the day he's getting his money but for the team team i mean paying a guy like people when the rockets paid chris paul people were freaking out he's gonna be 35 earning 40 million john wall has to pay for two years he's earning 40 million right now yeah so, I don't know uh, how this is going to work out, you know, especially with, um, we heard like a lot of talk about Bradley Beal being, being on the trade block and stuff. So, I don't know how it's going to affect the Wizards organization, but I wouldn't be surprised if they break up the Beal wall combo, which well, I, the, I, he's still health. So, uh, the reason he's not coming back is because they're five and a half games out. Right, and even mm-hmm. though the Nets are going to go zero and eight, and the Wizards will sneak into the playoffs, 
I think when they decided it, that, you know, hey, are you going to commit to this or not, it looked like a long shot that he was going to come, like they were going to make the playoffs, right? And even if they do, they're going to get knocked out first round. So why risk it? You know, let him be healthy next year. And then that combo, it's just like the Nets where you go, okay, they got uh, Kyrie and KD. Now you've got a healthy combo with the Wizards. That's a scary team. So you, you're you not going to win anything this year anyway, so why not just wait? You know, and, and I'm okay with that as long as we get a healthy John Wall because we only have like maybe a year or two of that. Couple years, yeah. And I want to watch that. I want to watch John Wall play because he's so damn good. Speaking of Washington, I want to transition into the NFL real quick because oh, we had. I thought we were going to talk politics. <laughs> Dang it. Oh. <laughs> we had the greatest name change in history of sports. <laughs> The Washington, previously Redskins, Whoa. changed their name. Don't say racial slurs, man. Okay, look. That was their team wow. name. That's I had to say it, man. All right, but wow. so they the changed Washington their name. Words. They changed their name <laughs> to the Washington football, football team. team. So I, I just want y'all's thoughts on that. That name change is like the basketball equivalent of you. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, think about also, Washington, also man. Bad basketball player. That would be your team name. Look, it's look. I feel like that name change is the equivalent of someone naming their son my son. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? Son, I, it's just like on Twitter. Your new handle will be Umzel Twitter account. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so stupid. And um, they said it's not like the official name and everything, yeah. but. But even if it's not, then just, like, don't, you know what? Just say you're Washington. Don't exactly. even, don't do football team. What are you <laughs> Come doing? up with something better. Come yeah. up with something better. And they're going to have to, so, I mean, look, it's kind of smart financially, okay, because they're releasing gear. They're, you can buy Washington football team gear uh, starting, I believe, next week or if it's already out. Fans are going to buy that. Then they're going to buy whatever team name they pick next year. So you get a little double dip, right? This is like when Kobe changed this number from 8 to 24. And you can say it was all about, you know, rebranding, rebuilding yeah. myself and all that. Rest in peace to the great Kobe Bryant. But we all know what you were doing. You just got – you. he went from being like middle of the pack NBA jersey sales to number one. Top, yep. Like I bought a 24 jersey because I wanted a 24 jersey, right? So this is what Washington's doing. They could have came out and just said we're the Washington Red Tails. That would be their new team name, which would be a badass team name, right? Because it honors the Tuskegee Airmen and what their airplane marked as Red Tails. It's a really cool story. It it honors something great, and they would have been applauded. But, of course, Dan Snyder being Dan Snyder, being a horrible owner, having no, uh, no touch with reality, decided to go with the Washington football team. No creativity at all. Nothing. And speaking of gear, um, you know, we heard there's there's a really popular brand coming out. It's called what? Spicy Boys. So oh, Rahil, yeah. Rahil, what's your what's your thought on that, huh? Spicy Boys, baby. If you're a spicy, spicy boy, boys. you got that spice. I got your face mask right here. I'll get you to some. Uh, I only have like a handful left. Uh, shout out to Azim for printing these, my man. So, yeah, I got my mask on. Uh, I, I disabled the T-shirt because the T-shirt company I used, we had a lot of issues with it. So, Spicy Boy Inc. will not be using that company again. I don't want to blast them on the number one podcast. <laughs> I don't want people to hate on the them. Number one. You already know. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah I, I got my spicy boy gear, but I'm just, I just can't wait, man. I can't wait to play basketball and like put on my basketball shoes and watch NBA and then I go miss play. It, man. I miss it. I, I miss it a lot. Or like right now, it's a Friday. Usually right now, I'd be sending a text to everyone. Let's go play some hoops. And we'll In go the play morning, ball, 9 a.m. Yeah. And then you go play basketball, go eat, and then you got NBA games on. Exactly. Perfect so, Friday. Yeah. And now coronavirus is, you know, had to put a stop to it, unfortunately. Yeah. And now we just staying home, just like another guy I know, Antonio Brown, who's staying yeah. home because we saw his tweets earlier this week talking about, uh, let me read the exact tweet. It was, is it time to walk away? I done. Check, green check mark everything in the game question mark I right, see so the best stupid. part of Antonio Brown's tweets are always the grammar I love the grammar he puts yeah. into his tweets it's like and then, uh the funniest part is, is that whenever you click his tweet the first comment would be this random account Antonio Brown translator and he's no. al- <laughs> he always translate <laughs> tweets and It'd be, it'd be the funniest thing, but I just wanted to put that out there. If you if you guys want to see a good Twitter account, look at Antonio Brown Translator. It's the and, best account. Antonio Brown retires as much as Kanye delays albums. <laughs> oh, my God. Kanye Don't was. Get me started. Don't get me started on Kanye. I stayed awake. I stayed awake, all right? And I'm like, I'm done with Kanye, but I still wanted to listen to his album one more time. That's the thing. That's the thing. I want to listen to it. I want That's to listen one to more that. time. I just want to hear it, right? Like, I want to see how bad it is. And 11 p.m. hits. I got my Taylor Swift album. Oh, and I did not get greatness. the Kanye album. And, uh, yeah, Kanye West, man, dude. I, I just, I like, here's the thing. I have his tweet notifications on because I used to, like, you know, I, I used to uh, be the first one to retweet his stuff because, you know, I was like, dang, it's Kanye. You got to retweet his stuff. But now I'm just getting so many yeah. notifications. Kanye is like, thanks, Umzel. Thanks. <laughs> and now thanks I'm getting so help. many notifications. <laughs> it's like I'd be I'd be sitting up, I'd be getting ready to sleep at like what eleven o'clock, and I get <laughs> ten notifications from Kanye West tweeting some random stuff, and it's like, what is he's what is going on with this guy right now? He's running for president, but he's, he's tweeting, all over the place. Yeah, all like, over the place. I mean, yeah, we saw the nice. we saw the stuff with Kim and all that, and I'm just like, man, someone get this guy off Twitter. Now, like, in the comments, Nabs is saying Kanye's a marketing genius, and there was a time where Kanye was a marketing genius that actually like helped with musical sales, right? Like, look, the Yeezy line is it, it's good marketing, but it's actually a unique product, right? Yeah. Like his music once used to be, it was so unique, it was so good um, that it would just carry itself. Now he did the beef with 50 cent during graduation when his third album, he was releasing it. They had a beef and that helped shoot him to number one. Right. Um, but ever since then, it's like the marketing, it it doesn't help with album sales because the albums just aren't that good. Right. Like that, that, that's it. Like how much marketing does the Yeezy line really have? It has just word of mouth because the products are awesome. The shoes are awesome. They look good. They're unique. Um, so like the marketing stuff with Kanye now, I don't think it's marketing anymore. I think this is just a man who is, uh, having issues in a public forum and he's been having these issues and it's funny how all these issues flare up after he says something stupid. So it's like, is it almost a crutch or what's happening? 
I mean, we saw the same thing uh, right before his last album, Jesus is King, dropped. You know, he had he went on Twitter, did his little thing, did like uh, tweeted out some crazy stuff. Everyone went crazy, and I mean, and then people listen to the album. The first week he comes out, he gets his first week sales up. It's like a, a slight 500k, and after that, it just drops and drops and drops. But like, you know, Kanye, I I don't know how to I don't know how to say this, but I mean. Kanye said it best in his in his own song. I miss the old Kanye, you know. Mm-hmm. We just we're waiting for that, you know. Uh, obviously, he has the unreleased album of Yandi that everyone's been hearing on the internet. But I mean, that's what we want to hear. But that's what Kanye. I don't I don't know about y'all, but Kanye's been disappointing me for too long. Okay, give and me your top top three Kanye albums. And top can, three Kanye's albums. Yeah, you can include you can include Watch the Throne if you want. Yeah. Watch the Throne was Jay Z though. I mean, um. Why are you okay, we, like that? You don't like Jay Z? No, 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 no. But, but I got a good credit to Jay Z on that too. So if we're gonna say it's a Kanye album, it's a Jay Z album too. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Are you sure? I mean, all right. Like, obviously, okay, I'm putting my beautiful dark twisted fantasy in there. Okay, I'll go number one. That's fine. Um, probably college dropout. Yeah, I'm putting 808s and heartbreak in there. Me, in the top. Three. You're a sad kid. That's why. No, okay, and then the life of Pablo, <laughs> and then no, but like, but like, no. but like, here's here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. With Kanye fans, that's, that's the thing. Everyone has a different taste in Kanye. Like, yeah. if you think about it, he, he has people. Uh, every single time I ask someone what's your top three Kanye albums, ev- everyone has a different answer. Yeah, is that's the thing. So, and life of Pablo is really good to me because I don't know. I, I bumped the album for like a good two months, three months straight. Just that's the only thing I heard. It was so. good. The reason Life of Pablo was good for you is because that's the first album you could buy legally. So that's why <laughs> oh, it, was it, that always supposed- special, it always holds a special place in your heart. <laughs> whatever, whatever, man. I, man, look, well, all right, give me, give me all you went to Best Buy and you're like, I can, you I'm, I'm 16 years old. You're probably listening album. to, uh, you probably listening to some 1980 songs back in your day. What like what were you like 20 in 1980? What are you now like? Man, man get out of here. 60? <laughs> College man. dropout to me like to that it's it's number 2 for me because again, I was in college, right? I was a freshman when that album came out and similar dropout uh, I wish I was a college dropout <laughs> cuz then I wouldn't feel bad being unemployed right now. Um, but the the album was so special because I was in college, right? And it was just, it was such a unique sound. It, it resonated. The lyrics were awesome. And it was something I would listen to every single day, multiple times a day. So, like, to me, emotionally, it's, a, it's an album I connect with. Just like for you, for Life of Pablo, you connect with... Because I'm sure you were in college, or you were in high school, probably a freshman. Freshman year. Yeah, right. So like for real, you connect with it more. So I understand that, but it's not a better album than College Dropout. Let's just be honest. Well, <laughs> I understand right. it, but it's not the right answer. <laughs> all right, right now, give me your top five artists out right now. Ooh, man, I don't know any of the new guys. So your my list is look at this. I don't know. Top five. I don't know if it's yeah. He's an old man. I've been saying this. The baby and little baby. (laughs) All right, give me your top five all time. Top five all time. How about that? Okay, I've done this. Uh, You want rap and hip hop only, or just top five for me? Period. Anything. Anything. Okay. Kanye is number one to me. Uh, The Black Keys. If you guys haven't listened to the Black Keys ever, I highly encourage it. 
they're awesome. It's a it's a rock. It's a new rock group. Uh, new their album. Uh, what well, like what are they? like so old rock would be like Aerosmith, uh, Rolling mm. Stones, right? Like they're more I new in terms of when they came across, right? In the two thousands. Uh, right. But their bro- uh, their album called Brothers and El Camino. Those are like the two best albums you'll ever listen to. So I'll put them up there. Uh, I gotta give the Beatles some love um tupac of course for me and then number five damn this is gonna be tough man uh i'll put a tribe called quest uh on number five for me if you've never listened to tribe it's every hip-hop head you need to listen to tribe called quest especially you younger uh you younger yeah i feel really young right now because i only knew like (laughs) two or three the the ones you named yeah so so the blackies is more rock and roll okay but Damn, put them on, okay? Like, when, whenever this is all over, you guys come to my house. I've got my new vinyl room set up. I saw that. We I can, saw that. You we should. can jam out. You got to listen to it with my setup because you're just going to get blown away. But it just it, it just bangs, man. Uh, I'm not putting Taylor Swift on my top five. <laughs> I song yesterday. That new song with uh, Bonnie Vare is freaking fire. So listen to that. I'll, I'll let Ursan say his top five, and then I'll say mine to just cap it off. You don't know your top five, liar. No, I do know it. I I got like I got names in my head right now, but <laughs> we we can, I'll, I'll, I'll see Ursan's. My top five, to be honest, I'm like, I listen to music, but I'm more of that person. Like if I'm going somewhere, you know, I'll just pop whatever's on. Um, but mine's probably gonna be all like mainstream artists, right? So um, I, I don't have an order, right? Because I don't I don't really care about it too much. But um, definitely Drake would be in there um travis scott would be in there um let's see let's see who do i like oh um six lack or black i don't know how, how people call him uh i like him a lot um i want to say little baby's pretty good and gonna i like gonna a lot yeah i have, i recognize one person on your list <laughs> yeah Rahul, you're you definitely although i've heard uh who who does rock stars that little baby or the baby the baby, the baby, the baby oh, yeah. and uh, Roddy Rich. All right, but uh, Tane, you are old. <laughs> I, I've heard that song a lot. Uh, all right, <laughs> I, I I gotta take a look at my album music real quick. But all right, no, you so, can't. No, no, no. Then the none of that. I gotta see. I gotta see. No, uh, top of my head. No, all right, I'll no. put it. I'll put it away. Put it away. All right, Drake is number one. Has to be number one. Of course. Sorry. All right, Drake is up there. And now, now look. Here's where my list goes crazy because you know. Everyone's going to say, oh, you're brown. You're supposed to like this guy. All right, Nav is my number two. If you don't know, do you know who Nav is, Rahil? I don't. I don't. Oh, man. All right, well, Nav is a brown rapper, and I think he's fire. And people are going to – all my friends tell me you only like him because he's brown. But guess what? Don't matter. He's amazing. I'll put him number two because – this based on who I listen to most. So if I listen to a lot of Nav, I'm putting my top five list. So I got – Nav is just N-A-B? Yeah. Is that the guy in the comments right no, now? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. I, I am not him. That's not him. That's a different Nav. dude. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pull him up. I want to... Okay. Navraj Singh Goroya. Wow. <laughs> yes. The most fire dude ever. Right? Yeah, listen to music, man. Does, so, okay. Wow, he has a song with Meek Mill? He's yeah. up there. He's up, he's really up there. Like, he's been... Wow. He Travis made Scott? it. Dang. So, we okay. got that. I'll listen, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it today. And then, let's see who else up there. I'm, I'm gonna try to mix it up a little bit. I put, I'm a grown grown dude, but grown men can like Justin Bieber. So I got Justin Bieber in there, man. He's cold. Don't sleep. I saw his entire. Uh, I, I've like it's crazy because like he really started becoming famous, and I've seen him grow up like over the years. You know, it's kind of crazy that I was able to witness that. But 
you know, I'm going to try to mix it up, put Justin Bieber in there. You know, I got to put him in there. Uh, for, you know, some other throwback artists you should listen to, Taylor Swift, you know, just dropped an album. You know, got to put her up there just because I don't want to keep it all hip-hop, you know? The list is trash. I don't want to keep it all hip-hop. That's the thing. If you want me to keep it all, like, the main people I listen to right now, it, it wouldn't be that great of a list. So I got to I gotta mix it up, right? Number and five. Then, number five. See, look, this is where it's going to – it's kind of tough because, you know, I, I got to leave some people off the list. Not there just because I don't want to keep it all hip hop, you know. The list is trash. I don't want to keep it all hip hop. That's the thing. If you want me to keep it all like the main people I listen to right now, it, it wouldn't be that great of a list. So I gotta I gotta mix it up, right? Number and five. Then, number five. See, look, this is where it's gonna it's kind of tough because you know I, I gotta leave some people off the list. Number five, I'll have to say of all time for me, I gotta say. Dang, it's kind of t- it's harder than I thought it was gonna be. Um, <laughs> dude, I can't even I can't pick a number five. There's so many people like on the one. top of my head. Yeah, pick one. I gotta pick one. I think I'm gonna go Travis Scott. Yeah, okay, probably. That's not a bad pick. You make it sound like Travis Scott is trash. No, no, I, it's it's hard to you know. Okay, look, I was kind of trolling that list. You know, someone commented I was kind of trolling. I was trolling. Man, that's not my top five. But you know. I just had to put a top five out there off the top of my head. Y'all didn't let me see my like Apple Music, you know, so it's kind of messed up. Okay, now pull up your Apple Music real quickly. I want to see. Right. Yeah, I want to see your. I'll, Apple music. I'll give y'all. I'll give y'all the greatest top five. All right, Drake is still number one. That's that's nothing's changed. Okay, Drake will still be my number one. Uh, I put Nas my number two, and now I'm gonna put you know um, people are gonna say my bandwagon, but. You know, I, I was just becoming a fan before he passed away. My guy Pop Smoke, you know, re- rest in peace. He dropped a, an amazing album just now, like just like two weeks ago. And he dropped the deluxe like Monday. So, you know, I got to give him my number three spot. Pop Smoke is amazing. Put him up there. And then I got, I put Pop Smoke and then I put Lil Uzi Vert. You probably, you probably don't know Lil, know Lil, Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know any of his different. songs. I've heard the name. And then I put Travis Scott again. Okay. So that's my top five. I just wanted to mix it up because, you know, I just wanted to put some other. I didn't want to make it just hip hop, you know? So I put Justin Bieber in there. And then. So you're fake you culture, is what you're trying to say. Basically. Well, well look, look. I li- <laughs> me, when, when, it's, when it comes to music, I listen to all types of music when I think about it. Like, okay, I, I, I could bump to country, I could bump to hip hop, I could bump to pop. I could I could bump to pretty much anything if it just sounds good to me, you know. Okay. Like the like yesterday I was listening to like stuff like do you know the song Gone Gone Gone? By uh who? Uh, uh Gone 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 by Hold up. <laughs> Let me scroll down, let me scroll down. Oh yeah, Gone 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 by Philip Phillips. I have not heard that song. Okay, well it's like a it's like a old Song it was an amazing Spider Man too you know that's why I started listening to it it was a pretty good song okay so but, but that's not even hip hop and then and then today I'm bumping Pop Smoke like it doesn't matter if it just sounds good I'm gonna listen to it okay that's fine that's that's what music's supposed to be you're not supposed to be uh, relegated to listening to one thing you're supposed to listen to whatever makes you happy sad excited that's what music is it's a, it's an amplifier of your mood so you should listen to uh, more things and uh, and I think. I've recommended stuff to you guys before and you know, like you got it, you got to expand your horizons, right? Like I, when I was in college, I would listen to 
everything. Like, I, of course, hip hop was the backbone, right? But when you're in college, you get exposed to new people. So I'm listening to country. That's where I started falling in love in, with indie music as well. One of my favorite bands of all time, Vampire Weekend. That's where I, you know, like you, you figure out about new bands, you listen to them. Uh, but that's what it's about. You're supposed to listen to new music. You're not supposed to just listen to something because there's this expectation because that limits you. How much time do we have on this yep. planet, right? You want to get the best of all music while you're here. Like, go listen to the Beatles. Go listen to the Who. Go listen to whatever, right? So uh, that's what you're supposed to do. 100%, 100%. Well, um, Rahel, we really, you know, all jokes aside, we really did want to thank you for, for joining us today. I think that concludes our, our little podcast here today. Um, any last thing you wanted to wanted to say, wanted to mention, want to give a shout out to anyone? Yeah, uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, keep doing your podcast. Don't stop. Don't worry about numbers. Just keep doing it, right? Because it's fun. It's a, it's a passion project for you guys. You just do things that you like. Don't worry about success. Don't worry about any other external factors. Do things that you like in any aspect of your life. That you're, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Um, and good things will come. So just keep at it. Uh, keep practicing hard, Umzel. One day maybe you'll get a maybe you'll get a bucket on me. You know, keep practicing, <laughs> keep playing hard. Maybe one day you you get a shot off. Okay, maybe. So just just stay with it. Just talking, just it's all talk. He doesn't remember the time I just ran everybody out the gym the last day we oh, hooped. Shit. Carried our team to a five game win streak. Dude, did not carry. No Dude, sir. Ursan, be honest. Was that that was like I could retire on that run because that was the last like last time we played went out on a winning streak. I played I played okay, and that's good. All right, Umzel hit one shot and now no no I did not only hit one shot. That's a lie. Only right? one, only no, one. You hit one every game when it mattered. Yes, but <laughs> you did not care. Yeah, I us. felt like Kyrie Irving out there, man. I was hooping. You felt like Kyrie, you were on the bench. Hurt. No, no, no. I felt like Kyrie doing step back three pointers, crossing everyone up, dropping them. Man, <laughs> that was insane. But like Nav said, the, we need this guest back. I totally agree, Raho. Let's do a part two with you sometime. Hey, let's do it before the NBA Finals, which will be I'm the down. Bucks and the Clippers. Clippers, Ooh. interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to be a homer here, but I think it's going to be Rockets, and uh, I'd say from the East, I say it's going to be the Celtics. Celtics, Ooh, the young, the young Bucks put it together. That'd be awesome. Think about the Bucks, man. Dude, I don't think the Bucks can beat the Celtics for one reason. Like Jason. T- All right, here's the thing with the Bucks. Giannis has shown like last year he got stopped in the playoffs because of defensive schemes. If he could just get find a way to, you know, he's very he's very dependent on driving to the basket and hitting. Like he's just so big, he just bodies everybody. He's got a jumper now. I mean, if you see if, if you see him, he's been working on that jumper. So I don't. Know. If he consistently hit that jumper, there's they'll no make Kawhi the finals. This time, though. Oh yeah, there's no, no, there's no Kawhi in the East. This there, time. There's no Kawhi, but the, he he might have to face Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid in the paint. He might no, have to face. Nothing. No, nothing. He that. might have to face uh, bodies in the paint every single time. Dice, uh, Dice can body some people He's in the paint get too. In foul trouble in the first quarter. I mean, we'll have to see. <laughs> I guess we'll have but to the, see. The Celtics are a good pick because they've got so many young guys on the perimeter. That could be a that could be an interesting. And if Tatum, who I love, man, like uh, Tatum, 
to me is he's taking the next step. Like he, yeah, he's he's shown to have taken the next step, but now he has to take it in the playoffs, right? Like to me, Tatum has the makings of being the next Kobe, right? Like fundamental, great footwork, uh, a a decent defensive player. He needs to improve on that, in my opinion. Uh, but he just has that it factor about him, and he has to show it now. Like there's no more take a step like this is it uh, after this there's no more steps that's who the play that's who you are pretty much all right well that's gonna well, let's save the rest for the part two <laughs> before we start going on and on about who's gonna make the finals and who's gonna be you know taking the next step but let's just end it right there uh once again thank you so much for coming on the show Rahul. we really appreciate it and um that's gonna do it thank you guys for tuning in <laughs>